What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest of cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And LeVon Maynard. Welcome to the show. What is going on? So welcome to another week. Uh, please make sure you tune in Monday and Tuesday for our topics, Wednesday for our discussion. Uh, there will be no... Um, Ask Us SP this week, that's usually on Thursdays. And then Friday, we talk about everything else uh, aside from cyber, so movies, TV, all that good stuff. So whatever media we've consumed throughout the week. Um, so definitely continue to hit us up. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. We're now on six different podcast platforms. And then now we're on three video platforms. So definitely check us out. Look at our beautiful faces throughout the week. And without further ado, I give it to Levon. Sure thing. Today we have an article from Threat Post. From um, this one's from Lisa Voss, and the article's uh, title is Two-Factor Authentication Bypassed in a 34.6 million dollar uh, Crypto.com heist, and uh, what what we can learn. So essentially, uh, this was on early Thursday morning. Uh, Crypto.com acknowledged that they had lost 34.65 million dollars worth of cash, uh, Bitcoin, and Ethereum. Uh, after getting ransacked and attacked that slip fat transactions past two-factor authentication. Um, but essentially what started out, the users had complained over the weekend that their accounts had been uh, drained. Um, and then uh, crypto.com said, hey, uh, a small number of users are, are reporting suspicious activity on the account, but they, they say that at the time they said that all funds were safe. Uh, but come to find out, you know, they, I guess there's some more investigation um, and they actually finally acknowledged that yes, uh, a total amount of, of the loss is well over $300 million, far more than that was initially estimated, uh, but all the customers had been uh, reimbursed. So they ended up giving back uh, a couple of customers some of the money. But I mean, the article kind of describes the situation that they, uh, you know, that they acknowledged that there's a problem. Uh, they, they gave them the cash back and um, they ended up uh, locking down some accounts, I guess, apparently, I think even one of our, our hosts here today has uh, had, had his account affected by this, but they kind of locked them down, kind of removed some of the um, um, the access with some of the current, the, the previously established two-factor authentication methods and kind of making people uh, re-authenticate and re, uh, reconfigure their authentication uh, methods. Um, and they actually try and switch from two-factor authentication to multi-factor MFA uh, to have more or more um, uh, met methods of verifying your, your identity before giving access to your accounts. But um, the article doesn't really describe exactly what the, the, the perp perpetrators used to actually get into the accounts. I mean, I guess they're kind of assuming that two-factor authentication was bypassed somewhere. somewhere. Um, and the article actually descri describes some of the methods that people use to uh, get around a two-factor authentication. Um, such, simple things such as social engineering, where, you know, people are Oftentimes, we just get socially engineered into giving up their information, um, passwords, or and or uh, they can even use it to you know socially engineer like uh, like the the one time passwords. Um, they they get you into thinking that hey, uh, I need you to uh, send me the code for your account. And I know we talked about this on like another podcast, but uh, there's people out there that will use that technique to try to uh, try to socially engineer you and, and get the one time password, saying that hey, we need to get this, we need to prove that this is you. Um, you know, I'm actually coming from crypto.com and I need to verify you are who you say you are. So I'm going to send you the code after I try to log into your account here. Uh, then you send them the code and now they have access to all your, all your data. But um, there's things such as like cookie session hijacking where you pretty much 
You can have somebody like in, a man in the middle basically attack that. Hey, you, you, you get a link to what looks to be a crypto.com website. You go to the link, you log in, but it's actually this uh, malicious website is actually receiving all your information. And it's kind of like forwarding information to the actual legit website uh, while it's actually, you know, uh, receiving all that data in between. So, um, and then uh, it also talks about duplicate code generators, um, which is uh, basically like, uh, basically similar to like using the one-time passwords um, designed to trick victims into giving up those one-time passwords, uh, which crooks can use to take over the accounts. But um, essentially, yeah, this is just like an interesting article because obviously crypto is a, a big thing nowadays cryptocurrency and crypto mining and all this kind of stuff. So people are really trying to get that uh, the quick buck. So using uh, using that that uh, people's kind of like, I don't know, greed or people's like excitement over the crypto market to uh, try to get them, uh, try to get some money out of them. But uh, I guess with that, what you guys think about this one? Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, so I was gonna say, so uh, I wasn't impacted as they, they they stole my my tens of dollars because I don't have that much money in there, <laughs> first off. But uh, I can't authenticate. Like I'm trying to figure out like what what username or what what I I don't know. There's something missing. Like I'm gonna have to put my VPN back to the states and try to log back in because it keeps denying me access to my own account uh, because they I'm not able to use any of my cookies to get back in. So it's good though. Like my account's protected, but I can't get in there to even uh, trade if I wanted to right now. So I thought that was, that's, that's kind of why I piqued my interest. I was like, oh, okay. So even though I, I did not lose millions of dollars in this, uh, this heist, uh, I am also impacted for the better, right? Um, what I don't understand is um, maybe they didn't know the ramifications or how big it had spread at first. That's why they had to walk it back. But then them reimbursing the accounts, um, how do they do that? Like, do they go, do they take it out of their share? Cause I know these, these crypto um, sites and wallets hold a lot of shares themselves. Like, is that how they reimburse? Cause these give me cash. That's not good enough. I need the actual um, currency or, or tokens or whatever. Uh, cause they could be more valued later on. Right. So I don't know how that exactly works, but I thought it was pretty interesting. What about you, Shannon? So it, it was weird to me. So <clears throat> at first I wasn't, I, I kind of wasn't picking up what they were saying here because it looked like, like, like you said, on one day they were like, no, nobody was affected. It's just some suspicious activity, right? Nobody's, everybody's funds are safe, but then they were reimbursing people. So like, I was like, we were talking about it offline. I was like, well, wait a minute. How is that possible that, you know, like, right. they, they, how can you say both of these things? But so I'm curious whether or not they did actually know, which was, I think it was like four days before they reported it. I think it was on Sunday um, that they put the tweet out saying all funds are safe. Um, um, and then on Monday, the company CEO, Chris Marzalek, I think is how you say his name. He tweeted that uh, no customer funds were lost on Monday even, right? So on two, two times, they were like, no, there's no issues. So I'm curious whether or not they really knew and were trying to downplay it. Because here's the thing, in the day of social media, if you're lying about it, it's going to get out, right? Because people are just going to go to, you know, their social media account and say, no, nah, this is BS. I lost, you know, my tens of dollars. Or something along those lines, right? So like, it's best for you to come forward, you know, in the beginning, but um, something else he said, something else he said that is not necessarily, I don't want to say cybersecurity related, but I was like, man, this may not be the best thing for him to say. Um, uh, the CEO, he downplayed the value of the lost funds, right? He said, 
his quote was, one has to remember that given the scale of the business, these materials are not particularly material and adding that customer funds were never at risk. So to say that they're not particularly material, are you saying they're not worth anything? They're not worth what you're reimbursing? Like, I'm trying to figure out this statement here and how this could hurt him, right? Is he pulling Is he pulling an Elon right now? Is he going out there and making <laughs> a statement on, on this cryptocurrency and, and seeing what it'll do, whether it'll go up, down, or whatever? But I mean, I, it's one of those things where this is bound to happen, right? And and it's not just it's not just crypto cryptocurrency that's that's uh, susceptible to this, right? Like everything we do is electronic now, right? Like we have money that's made of cotton or whatever it is, right? Or coins or whatever, but most everything is electronic nowadays, right? And if it's electronic, as we have been showing you for the last you know fifteen months, you know fourteen months, however long this podcast that that we've been doing. Like if it's electronic, it can be got, you know what I mean? So you have to make sure you have all these things in place. And again, two-factor authentication, I mean, it's it's good up to a point, right? But when it comes to people's money, I mean, multi-factor is really what you want, right? I know LeVon is over here beating his chest. Like, yeah, I know. I say that all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no, that's what, but, but I mean, maybe this is a lesson that needs to be learned, right? Like, don't just think that, oh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something fairly new, but it's something that's always talked about, right? So you you got to think this is going to be a target for sure. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to 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 any type of ransomware or hackers or, or anything like that, right? Because cryptocurrency is their payment, right? Well, they always right. ask. For, they always ask for some type of Bitcoin or or some type of some type of currency like that, right? So I don't know. Hopefully, there's a lesson learned from this, right? So anybody who's going to invest in it, uh, this may prompt them to ask better questions about how they do their protections, maybe. Right. And then uh, the, the last piece to it that I forgot to mention was how uh, Crypto.com is introducing the Worldwide Account Protection Program or uh, WAP um, that can protect accounts up to a uh, quarter million dollars. So it's kind of like it, it seems like uh, FDIC, but for crypto, I remember like when we were kids we used to have the FDIC commercials or like I guess banks didn't have it uh, past the, the 80s or, or what have you, uh, where they protect your account up to a certain threshold. So they, they're trying to uh, generate that as well but you have to have like it doesn't explain like how you enroll or how much funds you have to have or anything like that so and it's controlled come, by, i guess it's controlled by cardi b and megan the stallion right <laughs> yeah i was like is that wap no i was like this is wap this is <laughs> good catch not not to get the two confused but uh thank you for uh for tuning in this week thank you shannon thank you devon uh please excuse my voice i'm low under the weather so you're going to deal with it for us this week but next week i should be good um make sure you continue to tune in monday and tuesday are topics wednesday uh we have a pretty good discussion coming up uh thursdays are usually ask us sp but uh the way my voice is set up right now i'm not asking no questions uh and then friday we talk about everything else uh that's non-cybersecurity related so Definitely tune in. Hit up the website, www.theothersideoffirewall.com to get to all our social medias. Give me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy on LinkedIn, Twitter, Clubhouse, and uh, Instagram. <laughs> I forget one of them. But on all the social medias, RyRy Security Guy. And you, LeVon? Hit me up on the Twitter. that LeVon Maynard. There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure. Take care. Thank you.